This is Chris Leone, and you're listening to another episode of Add Your Two Cents. Today, I'm speaking with Kathy Connect. She's an independent running for the Arizona State Senate in District 21. Today's episode is the second of three episodes in which I spoke with Kathy Connect. You've got to admit it at this point in time that it's clear. The future looks bright. Your next question. Okay. So the next question, we kind of we're kind of talking about it, but on the list here, it's why are you why are you running? Or what got you to think about running for the state senate? Right. So um, in my experience as as a community leader, uh, I've always I've always engaged with everybody from both parties and gotten things done. I, I used to be the executive director of a West Valley leadership development company called Leadership West, and the way that that group works is every year. Um, there's a competitive process and and leaders from you name it, whether they're from uh, business or government or education or or uh, public public safety uh, leaders from across the, the 13 cities west of I-17 come together. And you can certainly imagine that they come from all different political stripes. But what they have in common is they're leading and they're getting things done. And I was an alumnus of that program. And then I became the director of that program for five years. Um, so I have been able to engage with that those that diverse politically uh, politically bipartisan group over over many many years, and so that's been part of my mo. That's just the way we do things. And then you mentioned before uh, that I have been elected three times. Um, I'm on the Peoria school board and have been now. I'm in my twelfth year. Um, Great. And, and those, when you're elected to a school board, uh, there's no R or D behind your name. You're elected um, as a representative of the entire community. And over my 12 years, I've gained a tremendous amount of, exp- uh, of support from uh, people from all political stripes. And I hope I have gained their, their trust and um, their respect. And since I have won three elections that way, I think it would be a strategic mistake, uh, in addition to being very authentic, if I selected a party now. So it's just kind of the way um, the way it it works for me, um, and I believe it works for my community. Um, and the other part of your question was um, what got me going um, because of my my school board service and trying very hard over the years to ensure that we could deliver a quality educational product product to the people here in the Peoria School District, it was very difficult over the last 10 years as um, as revenues, uh, as our budget was cut to education year after year. Mm-hmm. And uh, the final straw for me was uh, the voucher bill um, that, would, w- that was uh, passed and signed and I got involved with SOS Arizona. And I was so frustrated that, that that the legislature passed something that would be so detrimental to our public schools that are already struggling. That was the point where I said, you know what? 
I have the time, I have the skill, the experience. I'm going to throw my hat in the ring and and um, represent the people of Arizona who really want to do best by their kids. Yes, <laughs> that's clear. Yeah, with that thing. Yeah, that got passed. What in in April or May, right? Uh, or even sooner uh, when the governor. Did, yeah. Yeah. Of last year. Of seventeen. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. 17 yeah i didn't even find out about that it was kind of under the radar until like until what prop 305 that is is on the ballot and uh right thank you thank you and no vote will stop that bill from going forward right hey and you know what chris um the the efforts of sos arizona uh certainly give give me courage and strength and maybe you too because if there was ever an underdog that that made good and worked hard and came out on top it was SOS Arizona 111,000 signatures in the heat of the summer over 90 days if they can do that anything can happen on the political landscape and just for our listeners tell us who SOS Arizona is uh, save our schools Arizona is a bipartisan uh, statewide grassroots group of parents and educators and citizens who want to ensure that public tax dollars uh, go into public schools and aren't diverted away to private schools um, where they can siphon more money away from the schools that we know are already struggling to to keep teachers and and keep the, the walls standing and the carpet on the floor and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, we're going to do another episode all about education because it is definitely the number one issue uh, in Arizona. And uh, like you say, it's it's for since for the last ten years, we legislators have known about this problem and they they they've avoided it or they've made it worse. Yeah. So I wanted. There's a lot of good stuff we can talk about and 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 share with the public. Um, so okay. So why why am I running? Um, well. I got I, I'll, I'm going to go back and okay, what first kind of even got I, I think I've always been interested in government and I had an opportunity um, to work in the Arizona House of Representatives. A friend called me and, and I applied and lo and behold, they hired me. And uh, so I worked for almost two years in the Arizona House of Representatives for the majority party, the Republicans. Um, at the time as a communications manager. Um, but I'm very proud of the fact that I worked very closely with the minority, my counterpart in the minority party in the House and, you know, both my my equal and my or whatever equal is not the right word, but my counterparts in the Senate. Um, and we did some things that were, you know, very bipartisan um, and made everyone happy. Uh, I mean, like Democrats and Republicans. So I first got my taste of um, and that was good. I mean, I was I was comfortable, you know, talking with the Democratic leadership. And of course, I worked for the Republican leadership um, and I, you know, I was very comfortable uh, in in. You know, obviously I was working for the majority, so I was promoting their agenda. But uh, I was tired of seeing ballots with the same people's name on them every time with no competition, you know, and being somebody like myself as an independent, you know, believes in, you know, public service and and, and competitive elections. You know, I watched that whole um, that time where they were 
uh, redrawing the districts, uh, the Independent Redistricting Commission and how polit politicized that whole thing got. And I just thought, you know, Chris, you know, I, you turn 57 here. It's time. If you want to do something, you should run as an independent. And since I had had that experience in the legislature, you know, I didn't feel intimidated. I didn't feel that you had to be a rocket scientist or, you know, Elon Musk. You know, a lot of regular good people in the Senate, in the House. You know, the thing I like about our legislature, it's a part-time legislature. It's a citizen legislature. You know, these, everyone there, you know, is working, you know, and, and this is not their full-time job. And I, I want to keep it that way. I think that's great. I just want to get more done in the, in the four or five months that the legislature meets. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, having, you know, kind of had a taste of what it's like inside our political state government, uh, you know, and, and looking at the ballots and saying, you know, that we really don't have enough confidence, you know, just disgusted by the fact that, you know, in my district, 23, it's very much a gerrymandered district. It's been Republican for as long as I've lived here, 25 years. And um, there's really, there's never any competition. I mean, this year, there is competition. The Republicans put uh, four people up on the primary ballot. Uh, and there's even a Democrat running and, and I'm running. So it's great. Um, but you know, that was why I decided to run because I, uh, I, I want to help other people uh, to run. And, and I think the, the solution, you know, I think we have enough ideologies, enough parties, enough good ideas out there, but we need people who are loyal to neither. And, and, and if we're going to make progress on, on issues as important as education, healthcare, public safety, we need people who have the public interest mm -hmm. first, first. And, are, and are not tied to any particular ideology or party. Because even though, even though I know all these men and women are well-accomplished people that are in our House and Senate and they can think for themselves, there are forces that, you know, make it harder for them to put the public interest first. And I really, really think we, you know, we don't need a whole new party. We just need you and me, Kathy, if we get into the Senate, you know, that puts, you know, kind of, nobody has a majority at that point. The majority, the, the, the you know, all other things being equal, um, that would change the dynamic the dynamic in in the Senate and the entire legislature and our state government dramatically. Right, and let me just let me just say here, um, and there's some confusion about this out here. Independents aren't a party. Right. We're, we're not a party, um, and we're not we're not playing on either party's team. Uh, we are people who, like like you said, we put the public good first. Um, that that's who we answer to, and you know, we, say what you said when we met the first time, and you were telling me about how do you answer the question. Uh, when people ask you how you lean, you say you articulate that very well, Chris. Yeah. Uh, well, it took me a few thousand signatures, but I said I don't lean. I stand up straight, and I can, you know, I address each issue one at a time and each person one at a time. Yeah, yeah. That was that's beautiful, and and actually helped solidify in my mind how to best answer that question because that's exactly right. You know, you can't. You know what they say? You can't serve two masters, and so um, right. if you're working for a party you're working for the party and if you're working for the people it's the people and i think you know you and i have, have made that choice the other thing is you you mentioned 
about your your district has gone uh, ha- without much competition. Mine hasn't had a lot of competition either. And um, it's, it's kind of head scratching to me because if you look at the registrations in my community uh, in, here in LD21, it's 35% Republican, 34.5% Independent, and 30% Democrat. So if so that means if somebody is a partisan, they're probably leaving out two thirds of the the people that live in my community. And I really have an inclusive uh, MO. I, I want to ensure that everybody's voice is heard and that everybody's being properly represented. And I don't want to leave anybody behind. Yeah. And, and let's let's do this Ra- rather than think about and we all fall into the trap because we are so well conditioned to think in a part through a partisan lens. You know, yes. we think R's and D's and I's as if um, they, as if the I's are part of a party, and as if I's always vote I or R's always vote R or D's always vote D's. They don't, and they don't have to. And that is the beauty of America: that this is a free country, and we can look and evaluate and see. Who's going to best represent us? Who has the best record? Who has the best character? And regardless of how we're registered, vote for that person that we believe in. And I also, just out of courtesy, for the Greenies and the Libertarians, or the Green Party and the Libertarians, yeah, those two parties are out there too. And they have candidates um, that you can vote for, and you can vote in their primaries. So we have four parties. And, uh, well, let's get to the fun part, because, yeah, so... <laughs> we're not there yet? <laughs> yeah, we're getting... Well, this is all kind of, like, nerdy kind of candidate political stuff. 